What up, my heads? You glitched right when you said that. What did you say? I said, what's up, my heads? Oh. <laughs> All I heard was, what's up, my heads? <laughs> I, uh, I, during Super Bowl Sunday this weekend, I made a prop bet that the coin would flip heads in honor of the breadheads listening to this podcast. <laughs> and, of course, it flipped tails, and I lost a few dollars. So, how much money did you lose in total, like, during the Super Bowl tie? Well, I'm not, um, by any technical terms, an addict of sorts. There's only two things. Yeah, there's only two things I'm addicted to on this planet, Eric. Uh, Budweiser. (laughs) And, uh... Sweet onion sauce. That's the other one. <laughs> I fucking blanked for a second, dude. My brain just shut off. <laughs> wow, wow. Can't get so, enough of those two fluids. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are willing to throw a few bucks behind the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. The Buccaneers. Yeah, so I, no, I, I'm, I'm only lost double digits this year, Eric. Although I made almost exclusively losing bets of... During the Super Bowl, I think I made about 20 different bets, and I only won one of them. I only got one bet right. So is it safe to say that this isn't the first time that a bowl made you throw throw up? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So Super Bowl way Sunday is not unlike both Sundays and bowl way at Subway, all of which give me tummy problems. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, so did you see like this, the Drake steak post where he was like doing some crazy bets on the game and you're like, let me try to match that except to like, you know, the square root of whatever that number is, like, (laughs) like one, one hundredth of the bet he put. I love that you're suggesting this because this strategy actually crossed my mind, Eric. I looked through Drake's steakandcheese.com bet <laughs> and uh, I thought like if I just shave about six zeros off of each of these and copy paste them, then me and Drake can ride for the exact same exact same ideas. Uh, if he wins, I win. If he loses, mm-hmm. I lose. Uh, but then I realized he was rooting for the very cancelable Kansas City Chiefs um, and their little spearhead logo. And I'm an Eagles boy, so I had to uh, hard pivot from that move and Mm -hmm. then pave my own path, you know? I'm young uh, money now, baby. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, Sounds sounds like it's pretty gross what you net, but not in the right way. Mm -hmm. Um, So, hang on a second. You're saying that if you had taken Aubrey's advice, his non-legal advice, betting advice you would have actually won your bet and likely made some money on sunday yeah there's like an etf for like just drake's bets that i could follow and put my money into i would be way wealthier now than if i Mm -hmm. made my own financial decisions i don't know what i'm thinking he's clearly richer than me i should just do what he does Mm -hmm. that sounds like a really smart strategy it's like copy someone who's much richer than you almost one-to-one and you will probably Mm -hmm. end up ahead because, like, I feel like people who are that rich, they're probably more risk-averse than you are, actually, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. we have a lot to lose. <laughs> Whereas, like, in our case, it's like, yeah, I'll throw, like, 
a tenth of my net worth at this because I mm -hmm. need it. <laughs> I, need to, I need to feed my family. Exactly. Desperate times call for desperate decisions. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So I got I, I screwed up though big time, Eric. I got the coin toss wrong. I got the winning team wrong. I got the Gatorade color wrong. I got I didn't even get correct. I couldn't correctly guess Rihanna's first and last song or her hair color. Like all my prop bets went under. You couldn't guess that Rihanna would pull up in dark hair, <laughs> dude. I thought she was gonna throw us. I thought she was gonna go red hair, but she went red clothing. I was so close. <laughs> I guess you're pretty close on that one. Was there a bet that she was like going to be like pregnant? <laughs> I don't think anyone saw that coming. We should talk about that. Yeah, um, we got to talk about that bun in the other. Yeah, obviously a like there. I, I love how the internet was split for about ten minutes. Is she mm -hmm. or isn't she? No one wanted to say it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very risky move uh, declaring mm -hmm. that on in a public forum. Um, mm -hmm. But. Well, I, I, I noticed you said you didn't guess the Gatorade color correctly. Can you just, like, tell me what Gatorade color was uh, shown? <laughs> I don't know. Did they pour on someone's head? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The broadcast I was watching, they didn't even show it. They cut it from, I guess there was more important things to focus on. But um, quick sleuthing online revealed that it was poured on the coach and it was purple. Purple? purple oh, i know i've never i've never heard of a purple gatorade is that even real is that the g0 shit <laughs> dude I, I it must be like military grade sports drink like we uh, mm -hmm. civilians don't get this flavor yeah that's probably true it's like when you see like a professional athlete using equipment that looks exactly like this, the ones you can buy it's like probably not it's like a modified version mm -hmm. same thing with the gatorade maybe it's not even gatorade maybe it's just like like medical like prescription <laughs> electrolytes <laughs> yeah probably like yeah gatorade is r&d department this is where they this is their play space essentially is that mm -hmm. events like this <laughs> like how can we push the limit of like what is um bioengineered and will the fda shut us down will mm -hmm. the nfl have a problem with the chemicals we're injecting in this mm-hmm is it doping, right? Like, is caffeine mm -hmm. doping? It's temporary. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Does that affect your performance? Obviously, it does. Is that all doping is? Is something that affects your performance that is uh, temporary? Mm -hmm. Like, it wears off? Because if that's the case, Subway is doping for me in, like, a negative <laughs> way. Like, I become a zombie of my former self for about 45 minutes. Yeah, I do become a dope after I eat at Subway. And um, I feel like a dope when I'm ordering too. Yeah. I don't know what the actual definition is because obviously there is like a gray area between like performance enhancing drugs, like things you shoot up your butt mm -hmm. <laughs> and like things that, I don't know, you just like take before, like like weed is kind of like a uh, performance enhancing drug. It's, you're not allowed mm -hmm. to like be in the Olympics and do like, like edibles you know what i mean even if it's for recovery yeah i guess so it's almost like the controlling factor is which orifice it enters your body through like if it's going <laughs> through your throat and stomach fair game but if it's going through the lungs if it's going through the skin if it's going up the ass mm -hmm. through the nose like mm -hmm. that's where all of the uh <laughs> leagues and commissions get a little bit uptight 
Mm-hmm, literally. <laughs> they tighten their yeah, side strips and sound of that. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm, this is a good mm. question, but yeah, Gatorade is one hell of a drug, my guy. <laughs> yeah, electrolytes, they're what plants crave. Um, speaking of plants, Subway obviously was very present at Bowlway this year. <laughs> um, they had yep. their Subway section, Subway stand, Subway events. They wouldn't miss an opportunity to talk about football and footlong. Mm-hmm. As the, the Venn diagram there, they, they want them to be the same Venn diagram. They don't want people to think football and not think footlong and vice versa. Do you think it's working? I think it is working, Ty. I think the sports marketing division of Subway is like really got the budget this quarter. You know what I mean? They've, mm-hmm. they've secured the Q4 budget and it's showing. I think like every time I think of like, every time I go to Subway, I see like a raptor, like a Toronto raptor in the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like on TV, it's like the same guy like talking about it. And I don't know. I guess like their whole thing is being healthy. So it's nothing healthier than ramming your skull into another man's <laughs> chest as fast as you can. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you think the protein in a Subway sandwich helps with CTE or no? I have no idea. I don't think it's real protein, Eric. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's, it's more like amateur teen. <laughs> it's the iPhone 14. It's not the iPhone 14 protein. Mm-hmm. I'll be here all night, folks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two, two critiques of football in general and the Super Bowl. Your that bro. I'd like to run by you. One of mm-hmm. them, uh, and my Super Bowl watching party was very observant of this, is that nobody knows the rules of football. We don't. The coaches don't. The players don't. They spend mm-hmm. so much time is lost in every single game trying to determine whether or not it's a catch. Mm-hmm. Like, is that a catch? Is that not a catch? One step, two steps, inbounds, outbounds. Did he fumble it? Hand on the ball, hand off the ball. There's like, until they resolve this fundamental issue at the core of the sport, all other rules are kind of out the door. Like, who mm-hmm. cares about, like, being offside when we don't even know what a catch is? Yes, you're absolutely right. What is a catch, Ty? Are you a catch? I don't know. <laughs> this Valentine's Day, I am certainly a catch. Mm-hmm. We'll find out tomorrow. Or oh, actually tonight. <laughs> this is coming out on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, redheads. Hope, mm-hmm. the, hope you hope like the argument you had with your girlfriend during the Super Bowl was worth it. Yeah. Um, but you're right, tight. The catch, the whole catch gate, I witnessed as well, and I realized like I thought that was actually bullshit. I thought he clearly had caught the ball, and if you like annihilate yourself by like hitting the ground at full speed and the ball moves in your hand, I'm pretty sure that's fine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't, I don't think that should uh, count as a non-catch. It's yeah, your entire... Imbalance. Like, if your entire rib cage is moving a couple inches in one direction and your spleen and appendix are moving in the other direction, like, that's still your body. Ball. Yeah. Yeah, why can't the ball also do that, right? Exactly. They are one now, man and mm-hmm. ball. Mm-hmm. But one thing I noticed that was, like, 
really frustrating and annoying to watch. Like all, I think all sports are becoming this with technology. It's like they spend way too much time with like minuscule little details. It's like, oh, the ball touched the a millimeter of the line and therefore it's out of bounds. And we were able mm-hmm. to fact check this with a camera <laughs> with eighteen different cameras that are like laser precise and are like have like tracking on the ball at all times. Yeah, um, dude. It's it sucks. Modern mm-hmm. sports weren't designed for technology of today. Like the yeah. rules for football were written down in fifteen minutes tops. Like they mm-hmm. weren't prepared for these types of fast motion cameras to capture this stuff and create these situations. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's almost like I'd rather you just like play through it and get it over with. Because like one thing that bothered me was when almost every time they lined up to like I don't know, play. I don't know what the word is. <laughs> play. They, like, they like balls ready to go, right? They're like lined up. And then all of a sudden they're like perfectly still. And they all just say like, stand up at once and start pointing at each other. It's like who farted? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's what they're doing. And I'm like, what is going on here? And then that happened like four times in a row. And I was like, football's so torched. Like, what is this? Like, this is a weird sport. It's so dumb. Everything about it sucks, but people still watch it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we watched it. <laughs> we I watched like the first half and then I watched Rihanna and then I cut it off. <laughs> mm. The first half is always more interesting because I don't even think the players want to play the second half. They're like, we're tired. We want to go home. This guy broke his ankle. This guy's got a head injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy's got like, this guy knocked 10 years off his life. <laughs> <laughs> don't put us back out there, coach. Please <laughs> let us dunk yeah, the Gatorade and go home. Each other out there. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, it reminds me of like there's like an insane uh, opinion from I was watching this interview with the head coach for the uh, Spurs, the NBA team, and he he's just like deadpan like games should be 36 minutes. <laughs> it's like that's like how he wants to like improve the game. It's like he, mm-hmm. actually he's got a point there, and that should be the case for all sports. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> oh, and the I other thing so. he said, the other thing he said was. <laughs> Um, you sh- they they should have four point and five point shots. The farther out you are, he's like, I want it to be complete chaos on the court. Those are his <laughs> exact words. <laughs> Dude's unhinged. And who is this guy? Did he play basketball in his life, or is he just? I am no clue. I just know he co- coaches the um, oh. failing Spurs. Yeah, I mean they were once a great team, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's weird. I I learned about this like the other day when LeBron broke broke the all-time scoring record that like the previous holder of that record Kareem when he played there was no three-point line or like it was introduced like halfway through his career Hmm. and he he has one career three-pointer wow yeah and this guy claims it was an accident (laughs) (laughs) accident, I didn't know (laughs) I was like wow that was kind of interesting imagine you're like I mean, this happens to us on a day-to-day basis. Like, our industry is changing by the day. But imagine, like, a rule coming in in the middle of your career that changes the entire game. That's wild. Yeah, and now you got to yeah. defend people like Steph Curry who just live beyond the three-point line. Say what you will about Subway. Change the format <laughs> ever. Like the, and, except for when they introduce toasting as an additional option. Beyond that... You could go to Subway in 1972 or 2023 
and it's the exact same experience you know you know it's like riding a bicycle eric Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean the only new thing is probably the guac <laughs> mm-hmm. optional optional, like guac. <laughs> optional guac i mean toasting is presented as an option as well optional yeah but that was i thought that was their main value prop when they opened like you can toast a sandwich here which in hindsight is like idiotic it's like really you don't think like your competition can't destroy you by just buying a hundred dollar toaster <laughs> Well, when did toasters come out? 1909. I just Googled it. Yeah, you're right. Toasting is not a new concept. No, it's not new. And it's not something that you can own as a company. Mm -hmm. Like, it it will never be unique to you. You know what I mean? So, like... Like, I have IP on burning bread. All other restaurants must serve it raw. mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, who knows? Maybe, like... Maybe um, Subway's playing a long game and they're going to sue Quiznos like 30 years after. Kind of like Nike and Vape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like they've been copying each other for like 100 years and then it's like they're going to hit with the Rico now. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just a lot of a lot of festering inside Beaverton HQ for decades now. Mm-hmm. They're so mad at Vape. Those mm-hmm. like, want to burn down the Vape store. Yeah, but this is, I think, strategic. I don't think they're acting out of emotion. I think they're simply being like, let's wait till they have money. Let let them get rich off of our ideas and then sue them for everything they're worth because they made all their money off our ideas. Right, because you waste your time suing a little guy because they have no money to pay you. But if exactly. you take take down the entire vape still line, mm-hmm. you that's millions of dollars in it's, your pocket. It's good, just good business. Between okay, out of all the business moves in the world, this is the best. Only second to Frank Ocean dropping endless. Mm-hmm. Also like a legal play. All time greatest business maneuvers in history. This one's good because like Babe carried the culture forward for Nike. Like they made Nike very very cool in in the street streetwear world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because then everyone copied the Air Force One and it was like a symbol of like, I don't know, street fashion. Mm -hmm. It was like relatively affordable. And then now they're going to, now they said like, you know what? Now we're done with that. We're just going to destroy your entire company. Mm -hmm. And they're going to get away with it too. It's also good business because Nike's probably got such a large legal team just on retainer at the company. And Mm -hmm. it's not worth their hourly pay for them just to be proofreading people's pay stubs. Like, put them to work proactively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, build up this case. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Good for Nike. <laughs> wow. Shout out to this billion-dollar corporation. <laughs> Continuously smashing anybody in their path. Mm-hmm. We got to find a way to be so ridiculously rich, Ty, that we can squash competitors, like, without blinking. How do we do that? You mean all of the other Subway podcasts? Yes, precise. All the other podcasts. I want to be the only podcast that's listenable. Like you open mm. the podcast app and it's just our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that would really be an L for podcasting in general. <laughs> Huge L for the industry, but whatever. We're industry babies. Shout out to Jack Harlow in front of the pod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh, average podcast listen probably wouldn't fluctuate too much. Like they're the industry listenership wouldn't even wouldn't even go down. I don't think 
I'm convinced no one's listening to podcasts. It's just a giant echo chamber of podcasters listening to each other's podcasts. I think so, because only a podcaster, only somebody who listens to podcasts would become a podcaster. Mm -hmm. Think about it. No one's like, I've never heard a podcast, but I want to do that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Listening's the gateway to creation. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Wow, is podcasting a pyramid scheme? Whoa, I think it is. I think it is. So how do you, how do we monetize podcasting, Ty? You get a sponsorship, you get a code, (laughs) and then you post the code on Reddit. (laughs) We we should share with the breadheads that we've been canceled by (laughs) Blendjet after they witnessed our absolutely, the snuff film we made about uh, blending a Subway sandwich. They decided mm-hmm. that we were not a good fit for their um, their brand and product line. But that's okay. We got what we needed out of it. Yeah, they didn't like the fact that we referred to them as like barely legal blending um, mm-hmm. in our film. It didn't work. So that's just a product flaw, if you ask me. But mm-hmm. um, I knew yeah, we needed right. to put an artist statement with that film. Or that, or would be misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, here's what we intended with this piece of art: yeah. the sandwich artist <laughs> statement. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What is the hidden message behind the Blendjet Think Fresh movie? Yeah. <laughs> Read between the lines. Look, look between the the chunks. But that's mm-hmm. okay. We're in stealth mode now. Big things coming in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Big things coming soon. Stay tuned. Watch this space. Um, hit subscribe. <laughs> yeah. You can actually subscribe on our link tree. This is actually a cool feature I learned, Ty. It's available for free on Linktree. Nice. No sponsor. You can, it's basically a newsletter as well. So every time we like add a code to our link tree, you get a notification. So you just like stay up to date on all of our discounts, basically. That's so great. So when we, when we re up, when we redo our partnership, when we re-sign, we, we blew up too fast, you know, and so they have to, like, say, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. we got to, like, renegotiate our contract. We said, mm-hmm. yeah, right, we do. Um, so once we get our new code, we'll update it, and if you're subscribed on Linktree, you'll be the first to know. Right, you can get in early. We're switching labels. Early. New collab dropping soon. Mm-hmm. You don't exactly. want to miss it. Exactly. This is um, our guacamole. This is our optional on yeah basically if you're a signature wow. menu shopper you have to hit subscribe real quick mm-hmm. we know you got the the money in the bank mm-hmm. speaking of sure. um speaking of bitch better have my money yeah what do, what do we think about this performance <laughs> <laughs> i mean she looked like a saucy little meatball on top of this on top of a floating sneeze guard so you tell me Damn. Yeah, there was definitely some uh, like visual metaphors happening there. I see a lot of Instagram memes of little sperms coming at, at Rihanna. Like, there's like a <laughs> weird like impregnation weird. metaphor happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made me uncomfortable to think about that. TMI. Yeah. Damn. ASAP Rocky really said, "Hey, let me get another. <laughs> let me get another one ASAP." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Another six inches, please. Mm-hmm. Another six inches um yeah i thought i thought she was a pro man she was fantastic i, I love the little like prom- promotion for uh 
for beauty line Fenty. Mm, I caught that too. Just a quick little, a little lip gloss smack. Mm-hmm. A little pop. Yeah, she was very deliberate with her hands the entire performance. Where where they were going, what they were pointing. <laughs> Sandwich artists mm-hmm. take note. <laughs> Sandwich artists take note exactly. Um, I imagine that like the fact that everyone was like perfectly synchronized, like every single dancer. I imagine that every single sandwich artist is also synchronized. Like they're all doing the same motions at the same time. On mm. average, it's probably true. If you think about how many sandwich artists at any given time are building a sandwich. <laughs> wow. So like right now, like seven or eight sandwich artists are putting a tomato slice on a sandwich. <laughs> slice, slice, slice. That's pretty weird. <laughs> wow. Isn't that weird? Like on average, like 44,000 locations. That means like, they're all open, like, mm-hmm. pro- or like it's seventy percent are probably open, right? Mm-hmm. So what is that like, thirty thousand locations? You're telling me that someone's not getting tomato at this exact moment right now in like at least a thousand of them? No, no, it's guaranteed, Eric. It's just a whether we can get some AI to pull all the CCTV footage and then show me <laughs> it happening side by side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to get a deep fake tie of. A sandwich artist saying that the tech mix is good. <laughs> <laughs> all they've told, all the sandwich artist has ever said to me about the tech mix spread is that it's the least popular option. They never have said anything good about it. But hell, I love the tech mix. It's spicy, but it's relatable. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's fusion, just like me and you, Ty. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, how is it possible that it's the least popular, but it's always sold out? Can we? Can you like tell, explain that to me? It's the same business model as Supreme, Eric. It's, but Supreme's popular. Right, but it's uh, manufactured demand. Oh. If, it, if it's always sold out, they increase demand. So even though there's very few um, connoisseurs mm. of the Tex-Mex bread, they, they are creating almost like a false demand for it with limited mm. supply. Mm. I see. So mm. they're taking the supply on purpose. Mm-hmm. calling it limited edition and then they got like a bunch of people lined up outside at 5 a.m when they open and they're buying up all the text yeah dude this is big brain energy coming from subway hq conference rooms do you think the conference rooms at subway are named after like sandwiches or ingredients <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the new menu like they probably did a whole HQ corporate rebrand as well. Like all their PowerPoints mm. have like the new logo on it and stuff. Right. right. <laughs> Roll it out internally first, right? Exactly. So like, you know, they got the Supreme Meats like like hangout area. <laughs> oh damn, dude. Can you imagine like doing your performance review in the great garlic chicken? <laughs> or like your boss pulls you into the the like <laughs> the monster and like lays you off (laughs) (laughs) it's like such a weird moment Mm -hmm. i know it's like if you get a 9 a.m monday morning invite in person with your manager and it's like inside the big mozzarella (laughs) it's like you already know it's like don't accept it (laughs) just just save yourself yeah take the day off yeah yeah don't go um like all like bonuses and promotions happen at the subway club room um curious if like they had the super bowl listening party in the philly 
in the Philly. Whoa, it shows popping up in there probably. Yeah, I wonder what like is the Philly cheesecake steak actually a like Philadelphia food? Like, was that in the stadium at the Super Bowl? Oh, but was it? I don't think it was even in Philly. Where? Oh, was right, it was in Arizona. Place? Yeah, they it was a transplant stadium or something. Oh, especially because because they the stadium that they used has the specialized grass. You see, <laughs> they've been growing the grass all year, and this is like innovative grass, Eric. This is <laughs> new technology hitting the field, the turf, and mm-hmm. I don't like it. Those guys were falling all over the place. It was like they were running on ice. <laughs> I don't, they didn't use or test this turf. Dude, it was more slippery than like behind the sneeze guard. Like they got salami on the ground, they're slipping and sliding all over the place, slipping on some marinara sauce. Um, you're right. I saw that and I never, I didn't connect the two things. I didn't realize that like the new grass is slippery. Because <laughs> yeah. like I saw a graphic where they're like wheeling the grass out to get sun every day. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like an old folks home. It's like you wheel someone out to get some sun and then you wheel them back inside. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit. Care for care for your grandparents like you care for your fiddle leaf fig, and they'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah, dude, this grass is bunk. Like, you see, like a screenshot of a guy taking a uh, taking a kick or whatever, and his uh, his ankles are just like twisting in the grass, and like there is tr- flux of turf everywhere on the field. It looked bad. Mm-hmm. Really, totally. I'm really critical of it of this lettuce on. They were really shredding up the field. Mm-hmm, exactly i even saw a post saying that like there's one 90 year old man responsible for like the turf at every super bowl mm-hmm. and, and no disrespect him... for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but like i think it's time for this guy to retire <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah maybe it's like you had a good run you know it's over for you um but they call him the sod father ty mm. apparently that's what grass people are called that sounds like the signature the subversion of the Veggie Delight. Like, that would be on the new menu. The <laughs> The Grasshopper or something. Yeah. That's a good name, too. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of wild that they, like, raised this two-year-old patch of grass. Like, it's better than a, some children. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Watered it every day. Gave it some sun. That's like some real American dream shit right there. It's like everyone's got to have a front lawn with nice grass. Yeah, but man, I got beef with that lettuce on that turf. Like way too slippery. I was at um, Joey Restaurant in the shipyards in North Vancouver on Friday night. And I watched a guy jump, like a drunk dude, like jump a railing onto a skating rink and try to run across it. And then he slept and he cracked his head open. And he had to come into... And he had to come into the restaurant I was in with blood all down his face. He looked like a like a character from a Saw film. And oh my God. go and use the bathroom to wash up. And that guy didn't even slip as hard as some of these professional athletes slipped on playing grass on Sunday. Mm. Yeah, you're right. It's, I don't know, man. I like, I used to like football. I used to like the beauty of like, throwing a catch and someone diving for it it's like so poetic what is a right? catch what is a catch here we don't know we don't know anymore. <laughs> okay it has to you have to like catch the ball and then like i don't know we'll run home with it or something then it's like oh yeah i definitely caught it but, right yeah i used to love this sport but now i'm just realizing like it's uh it's killing our young american men pie and what mm-hmm. are we gonna do about it mm-hmm. yeah you can't come back after some of those tackles they are oh. 
especially if you're slip sliding all around, like you're mm -hmm. gonna be slipping, and then all of a sudden you're gonna get your head like fucking caved in because someone was aiming at your chest, but they actually hit your face. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it's truly uh, like a contemporary gladiator fight. Mm -hmm. um they don't get sacked very much like it's not sacked in the football term but sacked as in like nutted <laughs> you don't get nutted on as much as i would like <laughs> which i'm surprised by like well, there's so many opportunities just to get like uh a kneecap to the groin but it doesn't I, you don't see it happening at least they're not panning to it it's it i would think it would make for good tv but um they're clearly not highlighting those moments exactly um what was your best um your favorite touchdown celebration oh dude i think fortnite's also ruining football because <laughs> like the guy makes yeah. this like, crazy catch what a crazy play and then the first thing he has to do is try to like quickly remember the choreography for some dumb dance it like his brain just like they, their brains just like fucking flip from left side to right side you know like gotta redo like do the steps left right up down <laughs> mm. You're like so it takes right. the inertia out of the moment. I hate it so much. Just, just take it. your shirt off and run in a circle like the, the the soccer players do. Exactly. Way better, way cooler celebration. Um, you can't even make like a signature celly, you know, because then you're like copying like the latest dance, and then mm -hmm. that is not going to age well either. It's like they're going to look at like in, they're going to make a highlight video, and then in like thirty years, like someone's going to be like, "Wow, check out these classic highlight videos from." the 2020s and then it's like someone hitting McGreedy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it will it will not look tasteful in 20 it doesn't look tasteful now so it's not gonna no. age no all you gotta do is like scream bang your chest and then like throw the ball into the stands and then yeah embrace the animalis animalism yeah. of the uh the moment exactly that's all we need we don't want to see you like fucking kill it on dance floor we don't want that <laughs> no you don't got the moves like tiktok no, no. Need, tiktok dances need to stay on tiktok that's probably a good rule for us all to align on mm -hmm. but you know what ty it's actually kind of like we're not giving football the respect it deserves and there's some football fans listening to this right now who are like these idiots don't know anything you know what it's the other way around football dances and other dances make it into into fortnite <laughs> that's true and then fortnite is where everyone sees it and then they look at football and like oh that's a fortnite dance but it's actually the other way around mm. so, so it's fortnite really like influencing art exactly but for, regardless in either scenario fortnite gotta go because it just makes everything deeply uncool kind of like tiktok yeah um you're so right Fort, <laughs> fortnite is um over <laughs> never was there i don't know mm-hmm you're wearing your Fortnite Balenciaga hoodie yeah. I'm, right now, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, I guess I gotta burn this. <laughs> like, damn, this didn't age well. It's like that meme where the dude's crying behind the mask, and he's like, fuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I no, spent $3,000 on this on Grail. <laughs> <laughs> I, my general philosophy, Eric, is I don't buy collabs because that's twice the chance that your brand will be canceled, and <laughs> I don't want to take that risk honestly very smart twice the chance that it'll be either canceled or made irrelevant so mm -hmm. like yeah. what of those brands will be eventually deeply uncool mm -hmm. totally so is this maybe a good thing that subway is doing like they've never collaborated with anyone they've only collaborate collaborated with athletes and athletes uh, are always they're temporary by nature <laughs> well 
their previous collaborations didn't go so well. So which one was that? Uh, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if that's a collab because he didn't bring anything to the table. He was just a mascot. That's true. Like he, he, he might he, he could have been anybody wearing a Jared suit. It could have been any pedophile, but they chose mm-hmm. him. They chose the one that got caught. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So I think like Subway's strategy to then like we're not gonna tar- it, every human carries risk. So they if they like just generally collaborate with a, a sport, like we're just collaborating <laughs> with sport now, you know, because sport in general is pretty hard to cancel. It's pretty amorphous. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, football is the most cancelable sport. Mm-hmm. It's even more For cancelable sure. than MMA, which is really funny. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> football is like the most like institutionally racist. Like the rules don't make sense. Like mm-hmm. there's like it's a like lot of somehow more it. violent, more violent, like <laughs> pr- proven scientifically proven to be the most violent activity you can do professionally. Mm-hmm. So how are the chiefs, you know, supporting the indigenous communities then? They well, they're bringing renamed. Well, now that they are. Uh, Super Bowl champions. I guess they're putting some respect on the name. Mm-hmm. I didn't really watch the intro, but did they acknowledge the fact that um, they are on unceded territories? <laughs> I'm not really sure. I'm hearing mixed reviews. It wasn't on my broadcast. Where is the land acknowledgement, guys? We can't play unless this two-year-old turf that's slip, slippity slippity um, mm-hmm. is on unceded land. We can't play. Dude. I don't think they need to make the acknowledgement because they literally seeded the land that they played on. Like they grew that Whoa. grass for the game. They grew the grass. That's the workaround. That's what mm-hmm. racist football is in America. They're like, we won't do any land acknowledgements. We're just going to make new land. Yeah, we're going to bring <laughs> in our own land. land. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow, dude, football's crazy. <laughs> dude, you're telling me they couldn't find a field somewhere, or like bring in a real field they had to like, make one from scratch yeah we're, we're gonna put a new layer like it's like i don't damn that's crazy, that is crazy. i can't believe that wow didn't the, the redskins rebranded though that was the old mm-hmm. thing what, which team was that even like what city was that cleveland no the cleveland indians rebranded the redskins are now the commanders that was from dc Washington, yeah, 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 which is a funny like Pentagon term to use. Commanders, mm-hmm. Redskins, Commanders. Well, Chiefs was taken. Mm-hmm. That was the next logical like in the in the corporate ladder of <laughs> Native Americans. It's like Redskins at the bottom, <laughs> and then Chiefs, and then probably Commanders. But yeah, it's also kind of like wartime. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, Commanders is an incredibly appropriate name for a Washington, D.C. team. Yes. Yes. It's also kind of doing, like, the Cowboys and Indians flip. However, mm-hmm. instead of the Cowboys taken as well, so now they have to be, like, what's another law enforcement term? What's another BLM, Blue Lives Matter term <laughs> mm-hmm. that is applicable in this case? And they went with Commanders. Dude, Americans are crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking a knee in solidarity. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a knee to that one too. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. Well, uh, my heart is full and my <laughs> mind is melted.
I, stomachs are empty. I feel like I just participated in professional football or ate a foot long. Mm-hmm. The uh, diagnosis is the same. Mm-hmm. You know, just, you know, you know, just clicked in my head, Ty. You said that there's not a lot of nut shots in football, mm-hmm. but there's literally a football term that's called getting sacked. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. I, I said that. I was like, I'm not talking oh. about technical sacking. I'm talking about literal sacking. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the quarterback is kind of like the testicle of the squad, right? He's in the middle, protected by everyone else. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he shoots a shot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and he shoots the sperm across the field, mm-hmm. hoping to be received. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It's coming home. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they even do a little handoff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Damn. So, yeah, your football arrangement is really a metaphor for all human organs. I'm sure mm-hmm. you can tie everything back. The wide mm-hmm. receiver is just a limb. Mm-hmm. You're right. Every once in a while, they just throw it away, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a fumble. A fumble of sorts. Fumble in the tight end. Wow. Wonderful, Ty. Well, this has been a nice episode. Really um, nice B-Day. Really nice. Beautiful B-Day episode. It's time to go on a date, I think. Mm-hmm. Eric and I are both nice. booed up. Lucky us. Um, if you're a breadhead home alone this holiday season, I recommend mm-hmm. putting the riz on your sandwich artist. Maybe mm-hmm. an extra big tip that will uh, fill, the, fill the deep, dark hole in your heart. Mm-hmm. now is a really great day if you are single as well because on the dating apps it's like there's like a deadline there's like a predetermined deadline for a date and mm-hmm. so you're really easily able to be like oh what are you doing tomorrow like tomorrow's Valentine's Day you got any plans or tonight if you're listening to this so you can shoot a buzzer beater and you know half the time they go in right yeah, dude. It, it makes perfect sense actually because if you don't if you're messaging them they clearly don't have plans either so mm-hmm. to, to shoot you down means they'd rather do nothing yeah exactly <laughs> which a lot of people seem to like to do that's true and use um post-pandemic times Ty. it's not worth it anymore but it's like it's like turning down all the vegetables they were free like Mm. if someone shoots you a valentine's day dm you got nothing going on that's like that skipping assumes, the vegetable section that assumes the vegetables are like looking fresh that day you know what i'm saying like if you got a bunch of like musty crusty dms and you're like i don't like any of these vegetables they're kind of sour looking i'm just gonna skip lunch entirely and be happier you know i guess so it depends <laughs> how hungry you are <laughs> that's true <laughs> All right, well, good luck to all the breadheads out there. Mm-hmm. We hope Swing you find a this. hopeless place. <laughs> we stay shooting, though. We mm-hmm. shoot. Okay. All right, King. All right, breadheads. See you next week. No, later this week. Yeah. Ciao. Ciao.